0: Interesting discussion we're going to have here, and uh, we're going to weave in conversations throughout the morning, as we like to do, but this one's kind of exciting. Six First Nations and the University of Alberta are teaming up with the goal of training more Indigenous physicians and other medical practitioners. It's a pretty interesting program, so let's get some of the details. We're going to chat with Brenda Hemmelgarn, who is the Dean in the Faculty of Medicine and Dentistry at the University of Alberta. Uh, Brenda, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. Really neat initiative here. Just give us the details. Um, we know six First Nations, where are they, are they located? And uh, Just tell us about the program itself.
1: This is a very um, exciting opportunity. It's with the Tribal Ch- Chiefs Ventures Incorporated in Treaty 6, and it spans actually uh, six of the First Nations, including Beaver Lake Cree Nation, Cold Lake First Nation, Frog Lake First Nation, Heart Lake First Nation, Keween Creek, nation and Whitefish lake first nation number 128 so those are the six first nations um that uh, that we are collaborating with through this uh, memorandum of relational understanding that was signed on wednesday
0: yeah and brenda we talk a lot about the truth and reconciliation report and the recommendations that were made in it and this actually is one of them this is actually working towards truth and reconciliation in this country right
1: it certainly is, um, and it, it focuses directly on those calls to action um, that relate to health. And this is one of them to uh, increase the number of um, Indigenous physicians, specifically um, in, in Alberta and across the country.
0: Um, tell us how it works. You know, uh, it's it's not just doctors, but it's it's healthcare practitioners, dentists, all sorts of different opportunities. But how how when the rubber meets the road and the program gets into, like, how does it actually work to to create more Indigenous healthcare practitioners?
1: It really is um, a path. We call it a, a pathway pro- program um, because you have to start um, in the schools. You have to start in the high schools. Uh, you have to start before uh, individuals and encourage them to to apply and, and support them in the university setting um, and then support them um, as they undertake their training, uh, apply for admission to medical school and then undertake their training in medical school. So it truly is a pathway that starts um, early on in um, in an individual's life. And so what it would do, it would involve recruitment um, from various communities, uh, supporting individuals um, from their various communities as they undertake uh, training at the university and then supporting them um, in the medical program in particular when they are admitted there. And then importantly, and what we've heard is they also need to be supported when they transition um, back to the communities. so when they do their additional training um, back to the communities. And the focus that we're taking is how can we actually give as much of the training as possible um, in the various rural communities, because what we know is that if they train in rural locations, they're more likely then to continue to practice in those rural locations.
0: And that and we know in speaking with people about truth and reconciliation how important that is to have people that, you know, as simple as look like them and, and they can relate to, working in healthcare means a lot and, and goes a long way. So you're you're taking a big step forward down that path here with this, Brenda.
1: We are, and the thing that we're also doing, and it's um, equally as important, is um, integrating traditional knowledge into the Western medical training in Quite our curricula. So we're also taking a look at our curricula and, and ensuring that it's um, what we call decolonized, um, and that it is, uh, um, you know, it takes into account some of that traditional knowledge as well. And it's not just um, the Indigenous learners, we have to educate all of our learners about the importance of culturally safe care in combating um, anti-Indigenous racism, so it's it's a broad focus that we're taking as well for all of our learners.
0: What's the ultimate goal here? I mean, I know you're just getting started and we're at the early stages, but in terms of, are you putting numbers on it or anything, or is it it just sort of, we're going to get this pathway established?
1: We haven't set exact numbers yet. Um, we have, um, you know, increased admission of Indigenous um, applicants into our medical school program over the years. And I think the big thing is we, w- we need to ensure that we have adequate support to support them um, and to increase the training in their various community locations. So we don't want to, um, to overpromise initially. We have to make right. sure that we have the supports in place for this.
0: Makes perfect sense. Brenda, thank you so much for your time today and uh, sharing a little information about this program. I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, thank you again. I appreciate that.
0: That is Brenda Hemelgarn, who is the Dean, Faculty of Medicine and Dentistry at the University of Alberta. A pretty interesting program. Um, and uh, just a quote from Cold Lake First Nations Chief Roger Martin. He says when he was hospitalized, he noticed, you know, during his own personal experience of spending time in hospital, he said, I asked him why there's not more First Nations Said, I saw all diversities, the mosaic of Canada, but it would be nice to see our own First Nations people in this healthcare facility, in this work.